0: Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Parr, and I'm so excited to have you here with me. We're going to explore some of my favorite topics, making money, entrepreneurship, business coaching, relationships, mindset, and of course, horses. So come along for the ride. I know so many of you are involved in the equestrian industry in one way or another, whether you own your own business, you ride part-time, full-time, or you're in school, Hotequestrian Equestrian is your modern source for equestrian jobs. So whether you're looking to hire, you're looking for other resources, community building, or you're looking to get a position in the industry, Hoteq.com is the place to be. Visit www.hoteq.com and you can visit them on Instagram at Hoteq. If you are a horse owner like me, you are probably equally obsessed with your horse's diet and nutrition as your own. I would say probably more so, for some of us at least. I have been using Mad Barn supplements for my personal horses as well as my client horses for several years now, and I absolutely love their products. They're concentrated, they're affordable. And they're sourced with the horse in mind. Mad Barn as a company does so many different things within the equestrian community, like funding research, developing technology and feeding solutions. And they're constantly providing education and support to horse owners and the broader equine community. If you want to check out their shop, you can visit madbarn.ca or madbarn.com for the U.S. and use the code Act for 5% off your order. Okay, guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's been um, just over a month now since I've had an episode. It's one of the longest breaks I've taken in a couple years and it was needed. I had a lot of things happen the last month or so. Uh, It was very busy, very eventful, and there was quite a few things that just really needed my attention and prioritization. So, I felt that this rebrand was a long time coming because I mentioned it on my social media, but I love this podcast. It's my baby, it's a passion project. Um, and I've been really privileged and fortunate to interview so many amazing people, business owners, equestrians, friends on this uh, platform. And so I do intend to you know, come back on a weekly basis, hopefully more, uh, because we're going to be keeping these episodes a lot shorter and just have it fit into what I'm doing with my life right now, which doesn't afford me the time to sit down and do, you know, hour long interviews as much as I'd like it to. But one of the things I did mention was that over time, it kind of felt like it was becoming generic. And I love, you know, talking to people in the industry and what they're doing with their businesses, um, how they're making money, being honest about some of the challenges. And we've had some fantastic and amazing, vulnerable interviews on this podcast. But if you know me personally, I really like to be real and talk about things in a very truthful, open way. And sometimes it can be hard for anybody um, who's coming onto a platform like this to share their story in its fullness and its entire reality. So I got a little burnt out doing the episodes, um, asking the same questions and kind of getting the same answers and being unable to, you know, break open the nut and the shell a little bit with people. I really think that there's so many different avenues to explore, not only in the equestrian industry, but As entrepreneurs and people are, of course, as as you are, as I am, fearful of being judged. So we do wanna, at times, control the way that we're being perceived by other people. And that means that we're buttoned up, we're practicing, we're given outlines, we know exactly how we're going to talk and answer about things. And for me, as someone who loves to have conversation, I struggle with that. Um, I struggle to stay interested, I struggle to kind of be engaged in conversation if it's a back and forth that's already been pre-organized. So I have obviously pivoted a lot in the last, not only month, but the last couple of months of my business. And in August, I started opening up to doing some mindset and business coaching. I feel like I've been through so much as an entrepreneur building my business to where it's at, and I wanted to feel really fulfilled by helping other women find their path not only in their life, but also on their journey of building businesses. Um, and of course, many of those women happen to be equestrians, which is fantastic because then we have this blood <laughs> that only equestrians have. So that has been honestly my joy the last you know chunk of time that I've been away. I have delved into private and group coaching and met all of these amazing women. They've made amazing progress as far as their businesses go. And I can't wait to share more of that process with you guys and give you advice because I know so many of you are motivated uh, business owners and or you're working a nine to five with a side hustle or you're interested in doing more that it, within your passions, which usually involves horses in some way. So I want to bring you tangible, helpful advice and insight and inspiration to help you navigate that journey um but yeah i don't know this is a quick wrap up so i'm gonna keep it really short and talk to you about november and it was a mental struggle and listen it almost always is i do have that seasonal depressive or disorder or uh i don't even know what it is sad whatever i've dealt with chronic depression and it's always been worse in these types of months the winter blues the whole thing but it was kind of different um i wasn't as depressed as i was having these really aggressive symptoms i've always been a forgetful person <laughs> if you know me and you're listening to this you're like yeah you have the memory of a goldfish but this was like forgetfulness on another level and it was actually quite scary so i was dealing with that and it got aggressively worse end of you know october and beginning of september or november where i would. You know, like I'd lock myself out of the house. I'd leave keys in my ignition. I'd leave the stove on. Um, Jeff and I would be driving somewhere and then I'd ask him where we were going. Like it was to a point where it was, you know, and it's always bothered me. And And it's always bothered me because it's made me feel like people think I don't care. Um, cause clients also know, like there's been times where I will, I will forget that we had a conversation or I'll forget that we had an appointment. And I, I use a lot of tools to make sure that my business runs around my, my memory issues. But, um, it was getting to a point where I, like, I had zero ability to focus. I wasn't sleeping. I'm already, you know, I already struggle with a lot of insomnia, but it was just to this point where I was like, okay, like this is taking over my life. People think that I'm careless because I my memory is aggressively poor um, and I'm scared. Like I it's a scary feeling to not remember things that you you know, you might have just had a conversation on the phone and then hung up and then and then go blank. Um, And so I can talk about this in further detail another time. I don't know if any of you have ever dealt with something like this. you know, I'm lucky otherwise to be a generally healthy person and not have symptoms of um, some sort of chronic disease at this time, but it's frightening. It's frightening when, when you feel like you're all there, but then you're, the other half of you just isn't. And it's, it's a weird, you know, it's a weird place to be in. So anyway, that was November for me. It was hard. I actually ended up Dealing with that, you know, I did a lot of testing. I did, um, you know, a lot of work with a psychologist, and and then I was diagnosed with ADHD, which is not a surprise. Um, and I've also, you know, chatted about this before. I'm not really like I can sit still. I can have conversations and and concentrate on things that I'm interested in, um, but. But the level of forgetfulness is is quite frightening, and I don't want it to, you know, cause somebody harm, cause myself harm, um, and also impede in my relationships, with, which it has, and it can be very difficult to explain to someone that you care, but you forgot. Um, so that was a whole journey of, you know, trying to love myself through it and be compassionate towards myself because I've always punished myself for my lack of memory. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I've talked about it in a negative way for a very long time. I guess I just talked about it in that light as well a little bit, which I'm really trying to change so that I don't define myself as as someone who has a terrible memory. Obviously, it's a work in progress. um, But if you have this thing that you constantly are telling yourself about and like degrading yourself in certain ways, it's helpful to try to reframe that because I honestly think it makes it worse. The more I think about how I can't remember things, the more I can't remember things. So that was a journey. They also wanted to, you know, have me try medication and you guys know I've had a really interesting journey with that and, you know, chronic issues. Um, so, so it's, it's been an interesting one. Um, and I was just not myself, honestly, the last month. So even though I was holding space for clients and working and busy and enjoying myself and doing so many things, I felt deep down that I didn't have the mental capacity to hold space for people during these interviews and let alone just speak to you guys from like a really honest vulnerable place because I was pretty fragile. So, there's my my honest wrap up of November. It was hard. I sold Danica. This was a really difficult decision for me. Um I've talked about investing in Florida and our home and you know and then we dealt with the hurricane and all sorts of different things going on, but I initially had the intention of purchasing her to sell it's just you know it's an emotional attachment it's a very difficult decision to make for anybody uh but thankfully it really happened organically and i tried every day to wake up and just trust the signs and the universe kind of like gently leading me in the right direction every single day because i was so emotional about it And I'm very glad about the way that it worked out, the home that she went to, the girl she's going to carry through the next however many years. And, you know, I had, I had to really mentally work through that. The next thing that was extremely difficult to deal with was, um, I had to put Cordy down and I've also talked about her being challenging to, um, I'm not even sure when I recorded this, the last podcast episode, so I don't know how much context anybody has, but um, you know, she's my shadow and she... Ugh. Anyway, I've worked through it. I didn't think I'd be emotional about it, but um, it was expected in a unfortunate way. Like she was actually turning a corner going into the winter, which is unusual for her. So I was so relieved because I had been toying with the decision. Um, and then the weather took a turn, and she did as well. She had a really bad displacement, and that was like my uh, kind of gut, you know, intuitive feeling. Like, okay, like this is time. I she can't go through this the rest of the winter just constantly colicling, and she couldn't go through surgery either. So um, it was a very poor prognosis, and I'm almost grateful for that because it made it really clear what I needed to do in the moment. Um, but it, you know, and anybody who's been through this, this is, it's such a hard decision to make. Um, and one that you you always wonder if it was the right thing to do with this. I don't, I'm, I'm content with the decision, but the way that it happened was really frightening and unfortunate. Um, and I won't get into the details of it, but it was extremely traumatic. She wasn't actually, you know, I don't know how much I should really say. But anyways, it was an entire night filled with a lot of trauma and upset and a lot less mercy and, and rest than I wish it would have had. Um, But that was something that also just like deeply impacted my mental health. Of course, it's like circumstantial and anybody who loses an animal that they love that they've had for however long goes through it. Um So yeah, I just had to have compassion for myself through that and the emotional roller coaster and the thoughts and feelings that kind of like went right through me, but I know she's in a better place. And I also, you know, I'm grateful that she doesn't have to be in pain, um, or go through the winter, like having colitis episodes and all of the things that, that were just, she just wasn't, you know, she wasn't healthy and, um, And they were very suspect over the last year that she had lymphoma. So, so that happened. And then we had to go to Florida. So, uh, we planned to go to Florida to furnish the home, get it completely ready for rental because the contractors were to be done end of mid November. And, um, I ended up flying and and took my mom and Jeff drove. We bought this uh, tow-behind trailer so we could bring furniture that I had been collecting, you know, from Facebook Marketplace and just guessing what we would need for the home. So he drove that down with his dad and I flew with my mom. I can't sit in a vehicle that long if I'm not driving because I get really, really sick. I have bad motion sickness, but I also have my, my back, which is just, unfortunate because I would have drove but anyway. so we get there my mom and I and they are like extremely behind there's no toilets in the house there's no running water there's there's nothing like so that was stressful we were washing dishes with a garden hose they we got one toilet together so that we could use it over the weekend but like no livable space um and it was yeah it was like camping uh in a shell of a home and really having to deal with the frustrations of the contractors uh, the subcontractors i guess you know s- s- saying that they would be there and not showing up and so <laughs> we finished a lot of like elements on our own um and that week was a blur because it was constant i was We were either driving out to buy furniture or buy things to fix things or put things together and it was just like 24 7 go but i mean jeff and i are so relieved and so happy because i ended up uh, postponing my flight and came home later just because of you know everything um and there was flight delays and all sorts of interesting things going on so i stayed a little longer than anticipated and we got it together beautifully i got great pictures and videos and um, before we even left, it was rented for the first like three four months of 2023, and which is a huge relief um, because we've obviously like this has been a really drawn out process of trying to get this house ready um, for people to rent, and we had to pivot com- completely in our strategy because of the hurricane and all the damages to the beach and all the surrounding area. So that was a whole other experience, kind of seeing what hurricane Ian did to the coastline. But, um, yeah, like, I, and then I put it on, a, a website, I think last week it booked immediately for the rest of December. So people are in there now until new year's and we made enough, you know, the next four months to cover the entirety of next year so i'm I'm extremely excited I'm extremely happy that we went through all the things that we went through this year and took a risk when everyone else kind of looked at us like with googly eyes that we were crazy um, because everything else that we make this coming year is a bonus and going to you know be put back into the home and on our initial investment so Again, I'll I'll move on from this, but it was a, it was really trying, but it was so worth it. Like we are so excited about it and looking for net like the next opportunity because it's been you know a great learning curve and also profitable so far. Um, and through all of that, I was hosting my first group coaching program, <laughs> and the ladies that are in uh, Abundance Accelerator, you know, if you guys are listening to this, it has been. I mean, I'm really happy with all of the results and the amazing women in this group, but it has also just served me so deeply as a person to have this group of women like walking through building their businesses and showing up and trying to get more exposure and visibility and sales and move towards their dreams in a very short amount of time, but also in so many different ways holding me accountable for my own shit and forcing me to show up in this container and hold space no matter what you know is going on in my life and so I've had this you know lesson all of November like with Florida if you do not quit you cannot fail and I've been trying to instill that with my clients like the only way that you actually do truly fail something is if you just decide to stop and so I had to continue through all of this to show up to make sure that i'm supporting my clients to make sure that they're getting the results and the guidance that they signed up for and it has just been pivotal in my life like i'm so excited about it um and if i didn't have my own coach through all of this i don't know what i would do so I I have had such a wonderful time actually coaching women in their mindset and their businesses up until this point now. And I can't wait, I can't wait to share with you guys. um, Even some of these clients, I've interviewed um, a couple women in my one-to-one programs that have these amazing ideas and businesses. So they're gonna come on the podcast as well. You can expect that. Um, But I, I hope to do more of it and even some live coaching so that if you're someone who, is really looking to move forward in their life, to move out of the stuck space that they're in, to make money doing something they actually enjoy. Maybe your nine to five is really draining. Maybe your business right now is something that you built, but doesn't feel like it's what you wanted, um, or you just generally want to make more abundance and freedom and experience in your life. This is going to be the podcast for you. I hope to be coming on and sharing you know, the real, The real stuff um and do it in a shorter more succinct way so that you're getting as much juice out of the squeeze and not necessarily doing the hour-long interviews anymore so i i just wanted to end it with letting you guys know you know how much i appreciate you being here and listening to this when i have been inconsistent and it's a big goal of mine to make sure that i I show up in the darkness too and I just don't show up in the light because I know that the people that I consume and the ones that I feel inspired by are those that you know they they come on whether it's a podcast or a video or creating content they still show up when things aren't feeling great for them and they share about that and I learn from those experiences and I also feel understood. So it's a it's a deep you know, inspiration and motivation of mine to try to make sure that I don't use being in a dark place as an excuse not to show up here. So thank you for being here if you are still. And I want to bring you so much value and so much entertainment on this podcast. And I I look forward to what that looks like in the upcoming new year. So I hope you have an amazing week. And I will see you very, very soon.